live on the Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> Well, he knows it's a classic field trip. Hey, get out of that trash can! Sean Illinois. Sean Yes, I did. What's up, and welcome to a quarantined edition of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on the We Watched a Movie Podcast Network. That is a mouthful, but. So are worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Wait, and we're yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're doing good. We hope you're doing good. So far, nothing's uh, you know with the COVID on the loose. We're we're doing all right right now. I think both Tommy and I are uh, more off work than we are on work. Yeah, so. we're doing a little bit of both. Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's real eerie outside now, man. We were just talking about this earlier today. Like, just being outside, there's, like, a weird atmosphere in the air. Like, I don't know. It's just this weird feeling of, you know, me living here where the university is right down the road and it's, like, that much quieter here. It, it's, like, it's like Christmas break or spring break or something like that. But uh, it's different, though, because it's – it's just eerie. You know what's going on. So it's sketchy. And even when you do come in contact with another human being outside of your home, like everybody's like real sketched out. Like if you mm-hmm. sneeze, cough, fart, shit your pants, they automatically think you have the crone ski. Yeah. I'm it's... not going to actually say the word because apparently you can get demonetized for that now. Really? Yeah. Whoa, I said COVID though. You can say that. Okay. They don't, they don't okay. like the other term for it. Okay, well, that's good to know. I won't say that then. Mm-hmm. The only Corona ski around here is what's in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't drink that. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, we figured we'd have put out a little wrestling show for you guys today. Our new audience and our old audience. Because now, like I said, we are now part of the We Watched Movie Podcast Network. We gave up the old Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast Network with the 20 shows on there. Good shows, but now we're yeah. on a now we're on a another platform here. So this is the second ever show on there. So yeah, kind of cool. We're I got a little more. I have a little more steam in this one to talk about some stuff than we did last time because last week when we did this, it was basically when all this news was breaking out. It was getting kind of crazy, and then more news came this week, and now it's just it's wild. So we're just kind of yeah. sitting back and enjoying the ride. And with both of us in the restaurant industry, you know, everything's kind of at a standstill. Like, I know, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you're, I know you're cleaning and stuff, but are you guys doing like curbside and to go and all that? No. So we are closed and in two weeks, I believe it's like March 20th or 29th, there'll be a meeting to discuss if we will reopen April 1st. My GM doesn't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So I got two guys working with me. We're basically just tearing the kitchen apart and deep cleaning everything. Like we're two days in right now and there's, I keep a clean kitchen, but when you deep clean, you find some shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, me and two guys are doing that, and then my other guys are all kind of doing the unemployment thing right now. And everybody's kind of weird about that right now, but I'm like, you know, because usually when you get unemployment, you're kind of – it feels a little demoralizing in a way. But right now, like, I tell everybody, like, don't feel bad about that because you and millions of other people are doing this right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I was actually – I tried last night when I got home from my last shift. And the sh- the site was shut down because you can only do it from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. 
And oh, really? I, I've tried again all day, and every time the website's just down. I mean, it's it's so, so flooded. Yeah. yeah. So I'm waiting on that, but and then my place of business is going to help us out a little bit for at least the next two weeks. So that's a that's a plus. Yeah. Um, and then you know we've got we've got people still doing to go and working. So not everybody's going that route, but the majority of us are doing the unemployment thing. So you know, I mean, I'm not. I don't, in this situation, I don't take it like a kick to the nuts, like a lot of people do. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want help. I don't need help. Like right now, everybody needs help. Yes, you do, because we all have bills to pay. So yes, you do need as much as you don't want to realize that you have to have that money. And and that's a good, but that's a good mindset to have after we get out of this, because eventually we will. Yeah. But take that, what, how you feel about it right now and take it to the next level when you do start working again realize hey at any point this shit could get shut down at any point like you realize how like precious your job is even i mean we we talk about how we you know sometimes we hate our jobs but we really don't like you hate going yeah you hate doing the actual work but you realize you need the money like the money whether we like it or not is what makes the world go around it's unfortunate but that's the way it is yeah, like I've been telling everybody up there is I never thought that I would have two weeks where I actually kind of want to be balls to the wall right now because it's just it's a weird situation. But I also when you're going to work full time, you're like, man, I want some more spare time. And then now I got some more spare time and I'm like, so what do we do? So now that's yeah. why I've texted you like three days in a row. Hey, man, you want to do a show? Because <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do. Other than... I just assume you started smoking meth. Well, when did you think that was ever out of the bag? You know, that was never out of the bag. So, uh, but yeah, man, there's just spare time. So I actually thought today, and like another weird thing is doing our cleaning thing. I told my guys, I was like, let's do Monday through Friday and take the weekends off. So we're going to do, usually we would be off on Monday for sure. And then I'm usually Sunday, Monday, other people are Monday, Tuesday, whatever. But uh, I'm going to make myself a list of like, house tasks to do so i stay on task like when we get done with this i got a pile of laundry to do which that's not really something i need to put on a list that's something i just do right but uh, that's what i'm doing right now man i've been cleaning all day uh i just cooked uh that's why i said five ish because i was in the middle of making a pot big pot of soup for everybody just uh something to eat on for a couple of days and you don't have to stress so much about you know how much food you have in the house yeah Especially um, when you got five mouths to feed. Yeah. And then, you know, just I've been cleaning all day just to stay busy. So is today your first official day off, like away? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I worked Wednesday and then I worked Thursday because my normal day's off. But, yeah, it was it was strange. And, like, you know, I had a lot of uh, people coming in last night. Not too many, but there were a few. And, you know, I kept getting asked – what are you going to do with your time off? What are you going to do with your vacation? I'm like, it's not a fucking vacation. Good question. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah. uh, And I was like, uh, be stressed about money and how I'm going to feed my kids for the next who knows. Yeah. So, I mean, but they were just trying to make conversation. I probably took it to heart a little too hard, but they were just trying to see how you're doing. You're like, you want to know how I'm fucking doing? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Pulling my fucking hair out. Stabbing yeah. myself with a pen like Mick Foley. Yeah. <laughs> Signing contracts and shit for no reason. Putting yeah, people through tables. Yeah. <laughs> coming out coming out from the kitchen with sunglasses on and a suit. <laughs> adjusting yeah. your uh adjusting your wristband like you're yeah, seven uh, foot tall. Well you have to. You gotta adjust your wristband and your glove, dude. I mean that's just if you're making an entrance, you gotta adjust your wristband and glove. Or uh fixing the button on your sleeve of your dress shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's that. Anyways, well, we hope everybody's doing good out there and staying safe. So, uh, depending on the location you're in, some places are worse than others. But luckily, I think the area we are in isn't as bad yet. Knock on drywall or wood, and uh, hopefully, hopefully this, hopefully everybody listens. Just listen and seriously, I know it sounds crazy, but just stay home and stay away from people. Don't shake hands. Wash your fucking hands, which you should be doing in the first place. Yes. I'm kind of a germaphobe in I general, but, and I've always washed my hands. If I go out to eat, 
I touch the menu, I go to the bathroom, wash my hands. I don't touch doorknobs, shit like that. That's just how I am. And I and I developed this weird thing within the last couple of years, which it's good. Some people are like, it weakens your immune system. You know what? That's fine. It, it, I don't think it's weakening it that bad, but so so they say. But just wash your hands, take care of yourselves, wipe your ass, don't scratch your ass and touch people. And if you have symptoms, like go to the doctor and get tested, do what you got to do. Let's not spread this shit any more than it already is because it's a pandemic. So let's serious shit. It's serious shit. So let's talk some other serious shit. Nice segue, Levi. <laughs> Thanks, man. But but yeah, so our schedule will probably be a little weird if you're gonna work Monday now. Um I, well when, we'll just I we'll get shows out when we can. We'll get no, shows out when we can. We can still do it in the morning because I'm gonna go I, Right now, dude, our hours are like I just make them and be like, like I'm probably going in at ten on Monday. Right. So okay. we got we can do the show. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but yeah, it probably still be will be weird. I don't know, but we might put out more than one show a week for the next few weeks. We Who might. Knows? You never know. We got we got the time right now. So, uh, obviously, a couple of things to talk about: the AEW debuts, the WrestleMania situation, and then I had another little epiphany. This is uh, people who listen to the old show might remember this, but when I I had mentioned on there, I was thinking about this, how agents maybe hold matches back in WWE so they don't outshine other matches. Like, you know, you don't want the mid-card match to outshine the main event or whatever. It could be true to an extent, but then I was thinking, these guys... The wrestlers are who make the matches. So when you get given 10 minutes and you put together a shitty match, I think I'm thinking more and more that that's the wrestler. That's the problem, not the agent of the match like my little conspiracy was back then. I don't know why I all of a sudden had this epiphany. Today. Do you remember when I talked about that? Yeah. Now, do you mean all promotions or are you mainly just stressing WWE? I stress the Fed, but... All promotions. If you have a yeah. lackluster match, I feel like that's that's more of the talent's fault than it is the person who's... I don't know exactly what the agent does in the match, because mm-hmm. I'm not in a wrestling promotion behind the scenes, but I don't know. I was just thinking, like, because there used to be pay-per-views in the Fed, for example, that were, uh, you know, through the ruthless aggression or attitude or whatever, it doesn't matter. There was mid-card matches that would be way better than the main event, or there was opening matches that'd be way better than the main event. Same with WCW, same with TNA, ROH, all that stuff. I just, I feel like the talent in WWE, and I and I kind of understand where Stone Cold was coming from when he was telling Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, this was like, you need to like climb the ladder and reach for the golden whatever the hell they call it. What is it? The golden the, brass knuckles, the, the brass ring, the brass ring. That's it. <laughs> Like, I think talent needs to start reaching for that. And I know if you're wrestling, you're listening to this, you're probably like, why don't you get out there and do it? Well, I wish I could. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd But I don't to. have the time and money to go to wrestling school. So. Right. Uh, but I just feel like there's a lot of, like, when you watch a shitty Fed show in particular, it's like, I know Vince micromanages everything according, and that's not even me speculating. That's every wrestler says that, that has worked there. But... I think they need to start trying harder to put on better matches because that's part of the problem. Like it's all this good talent, but even when like Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn goes out and have a shitty match or something, it's like, that's probably kind of on them, man. It's not really the agent. I'm sure is not like, don't do that front flip. Don't do that frog splash. That's not good or whatever. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just thinking here of maybe the talent should reach a little more and try to maybe sometimes you have to defy what Vince McMahon says to make a better product. I know you have a script for everything, but like maybe they should go out there and go off script a little bit for a second that no, then they'll and do something that you know will pop the crowd and get over. And maybe that'll create some steam because I see what I you're know. saying here. So I'm kind of rambling. No, that's fine. I, I was listening and you, you made absolutely perfect sense but basically what you're saying is it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission at this yes point with with the old man yes because 
And it's funny you brought up Stone Cold because that is that was the Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull session or whatever this week was with Bret Hart. Yeah. And they talked about their match at WrestleMania 13. And they, you know, obviously got color. And they're not supposed to at that time. Oh, and they Vince weren't was, supposed to in that match. No, no. They did okay. it anyways. Because, like I said, it, Bret told Austin, basically, it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for per- permission yeah. with him. So he was pissed at first when they both came back through the curtain. But then, you know, as he sat there and stewed on it, he realized they did the right thing. I mean, yeah, and look at that match. It's in the top 10 WrestleMania matches, if not some people's top 10 of all time matches list. I mean, I know so probably I'd say at least 20 people that I've seen on Twitter say that's their favorite match of all time. It's a great match, and they it is. look what he did. He he went against the old man's word and did what they thought was right for business. And then, of course, there's the stories of, you know, there's the less remembering events, like when Batista, I think it was Batista and Jericho, and Batista got color. It was like Cyber Sunday 08. They had just went PG. That's yeah. a, a kind of a different story, I guess, yeah. but... Um, they got fined for it and so did the ref and all that. So I, I mean, maybe like always blood might not be the best option in that, but like, just go off script or try harder in your match or something, because I don't know. That's what, that's what made like, you know me, I love the 2002 era. I don't know why the ruthless aggression era. I just love that so much that whole time period, but there was a lot of good matches and I think the talent was, really good but right now they have a really good roster of talent too so it's like they need to they need to try harder in their matches i don't know i just kind of wanted to talk about that on here because i feel no, like no it's fine i i actually really dig this conversation i i think and going with you i i think that a lot of it is it's almost like they're just getting comfortable they're like eh we're never going to get our way we yeah. never get to do anything We'll just sit here and collect a paycheck, and yeah. and that's fine. We say that. We've said it for years since we started this. We love knowing that the guys that we care to watch are getting paid no matter what. Right. There is that. But also, like, take some pride in your fucking art. Like, go think outside the box and do what you want to do to get yourself over. Do you want to sell more T-shirts? Do you want to sell more action figures? Do you want more fans to have signs with your name on it? Do you want people to cheer your name or boo you, whether your face or heel? Do you want a bigger paycheck? You, you, yeah, exactly. You can't do that if you're just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. If you're just, I, yeah, I, I don't. Know, I, that's what you said sums up some of that stuff. It's like try, I mean, but right now, I mean, nobody can really do anything. So, yeah, it's. I mean. You're obviously you want the crowd pop, and right now it's kind of hard to pop the crowd. But maybe bring some viewers into the shows on USA. Or Nothing else is on. Whatever, it. yeah. Nothing else is going live. Yeah. Why not make it the best you can do, like AEW did this Wednesday? Yeah, and speaking of that, that's kind of a good transition. There was two massive debuts this week, and kind of a swerve too. Kind a little of a bit swerve, of a swerve because. The Exalted one was kind of... I feel like most people expected it to be Matt Hardy. I wasn't quite sure. I'm sure you weren't either. It's kind of like... I wasn't, uh, yeah. I, I, I felt like... Uh, the Exalted one had to be some... I, I thought it was going to be someone we probably didn't know. But then I, see, I see, totally I'm the forgot about Brody Lee. I, I thought that it would be somebody we knew. I just didn't think it would be Matt Hardy because he's too big of a star to take that role. I knew I I yeah. thought it would be somebody we knew but like a lesser like pl- like not Unexpected. a main event guy. Yeah. I kind of forgot about uh Harper Brody Lee, you know, like he'd been off the radar for a little bit and I think uh, it was a great choice. I, I yes. loved it. But it, it was kind of funny because he was wearing that like trench coat looking thing kind of like broken my heart he had been wearing for the last few years. Yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of threw it off and then I noticed how tall he was. Mhm. And then I was like, eh. I saw the beard too." Yeah. Yeah. The beard was kind of a giveaway and then his uh his outfit's kind of weird when he takes the trench coat off like the baggy pant. It's like a singlet, but it's a long singlet. Well, it looks like when I think it's two pieces, but the yeah, pants are real like, baggy and It's like what Gallows wears. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that. It's just like that. But 
And that was uh, that dynamite was a pretty good show for being. It was all tags, right? The women's the women's we was had a the, tag, wasn't it? It was a that was a four way. Okay, it was a four way. That's right. Yeah. I was kind of on my phone during that one. Not that it's like it wasn't a bad match. I just most of the show I was on my phone, just kind of looking at guitars and stuff. We were tweeting. We we yeah. texted a few times. So, but uh, and then of course at the end of the show that. That Vanguard, Vanguard wouldn't have been possible with a crowd because you no. would, it wouldn't have been the same. You wouldn't have heard that. Right. And that's funny because I listened to Matt Hardy on uh, Talk is Jericho this morning. I, I did. T- Dude, I did too this morning. Yeah. It was so good too. <laughs> it was really good. Um, but they were talking about how the show was supposed to take place in Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. and how they wouldn't have been able to fly Vanguard 1 into the arena. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, it kind of worked out for the best. I mean, other than you didn't get that loud delete chant at the end. The the pop for both guys would have been amazing. Yeah. But, you know, right now, it's not like we'll take what we the can only get. company that isn't getting a pop. Yeah, exactly. We'll take what we can get. And they made the best out of it. And I liked, I saw your tweet, and I'm glad you had said it because I was going to say it, but the I liked that they made the best of it. They had the heels on one side. And the baby faces on the other on the ring. That was it. Was the heels were over by MJF, and then SoCal and everybody was on the other side. Did you notice that uh, people were saying that uh, you know they're kind of going against what the what everybody's saying about how you need to be spaced and everything? They were pretty spaced out for the most part. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure in a company like that, they're probably getting tested by the doctors. Yeah. So I don't think that's something that, I mean, I guess, you know, with the signs, you don't know how they show and when they show up, but I don't know. Somebody just has to find something to complain about. That's all that is. That's how I took it. I just, it really has to find something to complain about. I I saw it several times and I'm like, one, it's a better show than what WWE's put on without a crowd. Great. I'm glad, I'm glad they're doing it because I mean, it would, like I said, no, nothing else is on. Yeah. No other live anything is going on. So for us to have any wrestling is awesome. Um, But I just thought that with the crowd, with the wrestlers being the talent in the crowd, versus WWE, just it being like cold, quiet. It's just just, ring noises. Yeah. It's just not as, it's not as dynamite. Yeah. I mean, essentially, uh, the Raw and SmackDown have been taped, right? Is that true? Have they been taped? Uh, Is that what you were getting at with the I'm live thing? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I I haven't read, really, if they've been taped or not. I haven't, because you would think if they're being taped, you know, the, the mole behind the scenes of WWE would be leaking that information about what's yeah, happening. Yeah, that's true. I, I will say one thing about the WWE Performance Center shows. It looks really clean. I don't know what it is about the Performance Center, but that place is—you know what I mean. It just looks crisp. The whole well, it, yeah, it's a top-notch facility. Yeah, and then Dynamite. You know, Dynamite was fine when it opened. When the show started and Cody was cutting that promo and it was dark in there, I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be the show." Like it's gonna be dark like this. They don't have any other stuff. And then I was like, "What's wrong with me? They're not gonna do that." And then they did the whole. And welcome to Dynamite. Yeah. But Kenny going, God damn it. Hit the lights. Hit the pyro. Let's start the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, it was so funny. You have that Kenny Omega shirt. I, I just got one from Hot Topic like last week, but it's the one with the the trigger finger and it's yeah. like gray. Okay. I was wondering if yeah. we had the same one. Yeah. Of course we do. We have excellent taste. We have. <laughs> of course we do. I, I do uh, want the new Jericho shirt too. By the way, the swipe, uh, shut your ass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's a good one. I saw that tweet and I was like, "That's gonna end up being a shirt or something." And then there it was, shut your ass. Like <laughs> Jericho is so good. I loved on the Talk Is Jericho podcast how he played it off with Matt and was like, "You know, if the inner circle was missing someone, I probably would have." Or Matt said, "Like I probably would have went to you guys or whatever." And they played it off like. They still kept the kayfabe in that. Yeah. Like, we've known each other for a long time, you know. Uh, I don't have any problem with him right now, but he did join the elite. And, like, I like the whole kayfabe thing on there. Yeah. It, it's smart. You got you to gotta keep it, you know, 
you got to downplay it a little bit. The fact that yeah. they're talking to each other backstage right after the show. So, yeah, Dynamite was Dynamite was solid. Uh, Blood and Guts is going to be interesting with no crowd once again. But, you know, what choice is there? It's fine. It's going to be a good match. going to be – I feel like the viewership is going to be pretty high on that. I, I would assume that's just an immediate good rating being that yeah. you're doing a War Games match on TV. Uh, I, I'm – I'm tempt. I'm excited to see if they're gonna shoot Matt Hardy to the moon right off the bat, or if they're just gonna kind of downplay it. I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I don't know. You can't really shoot him to the moon right now because they're still. It's like the Moxley and Jericho thing's still kind of going. Like when I hear "shoot to the moon," I think of like title picture right away. Right. Uh, Chris Jericho and Moxley still kind of have that thing going, and then there's. Uh, next in line, who would be? Who are we talking about being next in line for the title? Uh, Cody, Kenny, Hangman. See, that's I don't know because their records are better than like Matt's isn't going to be that great, right? You could, I mean, you could throw MJF in that title picture because he's up there right now. His rankings like one or two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I think I think we're gonna see some MJF action possibly. As soon as double or nothing, do you think the elite finally gets the win at Blood and Guts? I feel like they kind of—it's time for the baby faces to win because it's been inner circle for months now. I'm with you, and the addition of Matt Hardy, I think that helps their chances. But I can also see them thinking that we're thinking that, and inner circle takes the takes the win. But there's Moxley, the wild card. He can show up and do his thing, too. Right. He said something about see you at Blood and Guts. I, I, this is a situation where I'm getting into wrestling hard, and I want the baby faces to win. I want the good guys to win because now not only am I like – like I love the inner circle and everything. I love Jericho and all that. But it's like it's time for the baby faces to get a win. This is a match to do it. And – I am kind of tired of – I don't want to say I'm tired of it because I love Dynamite, but they're doing a good job making me get tired of seeing the inner circle standing tall at the end of the show. Like, they're doing All a good job. All NWO 96, yes. 97, 98. Yes. They're doing a good job of that, and it's making me go, okay, let's – can we kind of move on to – Something else here, but obviously the elite inner circle is going to be feuding for a while. So, I don't know. But this should I be like a blow that off they're match. doing it. I like that they're doing it this way. Yeah. I, it's a good I, way I've to been, start Dynamite. I've been wanting to see, you know, with the two big factions. I mean, you know, and then now now that the Exalted one has been revealed, you've got, you got three factions. But, and then the, another thing about AEW that just kind of bugs me a little bit is how they just after a couple of weeks of brandy's faction that just they dropped it yeah i don't i don't know what was up with that oh yeah I, she was being weird for a while or something yeah she had that weird gimmick yeah. going she shaved the chick's head and yeah uh, she had uh dr luther and then all of a sudden they just dropped it and then she was saying how she wasn't gonna wrestle anymore and she was just gonna be behind the scenes and I don't know, man. It's just that's that kind of those little things that just kind of bug me. Yeah, I I kind of forgot about that until you mentioned it. Honestly, that's but probably why they dropped it. That's probably why they dropped it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think they obviously they're doing a good job. If I'm like, okay, let's get the elite needs to win this match. I'm right. I'm pining for the elite. We have we have we have to shit on AEW too, just because we shit on WWE. Yeah, but AEW is like, far superior right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I just feel like we're unfair to those hardcore WWE fans that listen to the show. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you guys always just shit on WWE? Well, because AW it's shit right flaws, now. Man. Yeah, it does. That's it why, is shit. That's why. But AEW, ROH, NJPW, they all, got their, they all got their flaws. But the inner circle are good heels, and I want the elite to win. I'm a... I'm a uh, I'm a little kid going into blood and guts this week. I'm ready to see. I want to see my good guys win, and I want to see Matt. I want to see Matt shine. That's exciting. I did. I, I appreciate the tweet. I did call that about the heels get the advantage, of course. See, that's also a thing that kind of makes you think 
okay, the heels have the the advantage, so obviously they win. But that's usually when the heels have the advantage, the baby faces kind of get the win sometimes. Because it's know. the go-home show to Blood and Guts was mm-hmm. this past Wednesday. So they look like they're standing tall, even though in a, in a flip-floppy way, the elite look like they're standing tall because they announced Matt Hardy Matt, is yeah. joining in. So, I mean, but still, you know, with with the inner circle standing on the ramp and Jericho, like, you know, in awe, shocked, or whatever you want to call it, which I loved that visual. That was good. And he was great on commentary, too. He was, man. He really was. There's nothing that man can't do. So, Jeff Hardy's contract, when it comes up, and however long that is, you think he goes and hangs out with his brother? I don't know, man. Because you know the Fed's going to offer him big money, but... Like Matt said, you know, he left because obviously they didn't have anything for him. But Vince has always seen Jeff as the Jeff's always been the edge of Edge and Christian. You know, I think if they promise Jeff a title run, he'll stay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But that's also going to come along with like a five year contract, you know. So, yeah, it's like you get locked in and to see the Hardy Boys. in, In all honesty, both of their contracts are probably going to be their last ones. Probably. Those dudes' bodies have been through some shit over the years. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, I would like to see Jeff with his brother again, as them as the Hardy Boys. But I feel like if Jeff stays behind in WWE, that Hall of Fame ring won't be as far away. Because, you know, they're obviously Edge and Christian uh, – um, Dudley's Dudley's Hardy Boys they're all future Hall of Famers so yeah. it's just a matter of obviously out of spite they won't get it as soon if Matt and Jeff are both gone they're gonna make them wait a long time yep so I, I would I would like to see Jeff uh, come to AW and do you know at least one more run as Brother Nero and then they could maybe do one more run as the Hardy Boys and then you know put everybody over like Chris Jericho does, and then, you know, right off into the sunset. The Hardys' final match is uh, is against the Young Bucks, or it's a Fed one-off match against Edge and Christian or something like that. Like, yeah. it has to be one of those, like, the Young Bucks are the version 2.0 of, you know, the second coming of the Hardys. Or it's the nostalgia match against Edge and Christian or something like that. I don't know. I know we're planning planning a little ahead here, but it's... uh... That's what we do. So, WrestleMania. We'll talk about that, I guess. Um, Yeah, we can talk about it. Two nights. Yeah, that was kind of what I was interested in talking about, is like the two nights, and it's obviously at the Performance Center. Do you being a little smarter than me more times at wrestling, do you think it's a mistake to do it without a crowd? Yes. Yeah. 100%. You're taking your biggest show, and I and I, I get that they're trying to make it big because of what's going on. Like, I see it from both sides. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea to do it because then that gives a big number. You get your buys on the network. You do, you know, every, all that stuff. It makes sense. Yeah. However, you, you've already, like... I mean, there's people that still don't know if they're getting refunds from their travel and a lot. The Marriott in Tampa was fucking people over with their money, not tell them they weren't getting their money back. Uh, they're basically back and forth with uh, WrestleCon that was down there and uh. how they still have to pay their deposit. And it's like $118,000 or something like that because they're WrestleCon? costing them all this money. Yeah, they're costing Holy them all this shit. money, this hotel. So. Like I said, I see it from both sides, but I think it's a mistake to do it without the crowd. I think it's a mistake to do it from the performance center because you're you're taking away pyro. You're taking away the big production. You're taking away the glitz, the glamour, the fucking pomp and circumstances, as they've always said. But you're taking away that from the biggest show. So are you going to move, say, you know, say we get past all this shit and by summertime we're all good to go. And SummerSlam, I know they talked about possibly doing the Hall of Fame from before SummerSlam now, which I'm cool with that. Yeah, that makes sense. That has to have a crowd. Like, you can't just have, you know, Uncle Terry and them go up on a stage in front of nobody and, you know. That doesn't work for him, brother. Yeah, no, he ain't going to do that. That's probably why they had to move it. Uncle Terry's like, man, mm -mm, 
Yeah. Nope. He's like, that doesn't um, work for me, brother. Nope. nope. Um, I just, I don't know. Can you imagine Russell? I mean, because even when they took Pyro away for whatever, two years, WrestleMania always had Pyro. Yeah. Pay-per-views always had Pyro. <laughs> it's, but yeah, it's, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that because I'm kind of, I'm like 50-50 on it because I want to watch WrestleMania and it's that time of year and I get it. Like you got to keep it to that. But also it's not, it's just a, an event like that isn't going to be the same without the crowd. I know like Raw and SmackDown or Dynamite is one thing, but WrestleMania, the Super Bowl, the World Series, all that stuff of wrestling, that without a crowd is kind of a big deal so why not just be like we're gonna do weekly we're gonna do a wrestlemania match on tv so next week on raw is kevin owens versus seth rollins the week after is aj and undertaker and then you lead up to you know by may or june you're doing brock and uh drew mcintyre but even then that's actually not a bad idea because they're really only showing like one or two matches a week on on the tv show on Raw or SmackDown, there's only a couple of matches. Oh, really? so that actually, I think that's all I've seen is like I think Raw, unless that was all they announced because I didn't, I didn't, I ended up not watching it. Oh, okay. Because I just I thought about it all day and I'm like, you know, Stone Cold in front of nobody isn't going to be as exciting <laughs> yeah. as the pop and everything. Yeah. But I, I think that's all they're doing. I could be wrong, but I know it's just basically talent that they have to have. And yeah. I think that's was the main reason for them splitting the nights is just so they could have less people there. That makes sense. There's also there's only seven matches announced or seven or eight matches announced so far. And I saw something about possibly, you know, maybe that means they're going to jack it up to like eight matches both nights, but also two nights two five hour two four hour wrestle kingdoms is great because it's nonstop action but two four five hour shows of wrestlemania when you're gonna have those lame matches mm-hmm. that's not as fun and with no crowd it's i don't know you know the no crowd thing is necessary but i don't know where where like why not just say hey wrestlemania is postponed until further notice and we're gonna we're gonna make sure it's the best show ever whenever it does happen. We'll do it whenever this has passed by. But because it's their, it's a big revenue time, and if you don't have all those people there, that's you're not making all that revenue. Well, that's like the the rumor that they were talking about possibly doing it at the Garden in June or July, whenever it was. Oh, was that a, was that a rumor or whatever? Uh huh. But it's like, why not? Like you haven't had a show at the Garden that WrestleMania big at the forever. Garden. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time. What The last Mania at the Garden was 20. 20. Yep. So, I, I mean, I think that would be a good opportunity. Give everybody time. This, here's what I was going to talk about, and I was trying to save it until Monday, but since we're doing a show now, I might as well just blow my load. Do it. So, uh, ah, <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> This is the perfect time for Vince and WWE to just hit the fucking reset button. Yes. Take, st- just stop. Stop <laughs> just everything. Stop. Yes. Stop everything. Yes. Stop, stop putting the talent's, you know, health in jeopardy by making them come. And I'm sure, like you said, they're tested fine, whatever. But they're still having to go out. Yeah. They're still having to travel. Get on planes, let stay, yes. Let, let them stay at home, conference call with the writers, you know, Skype or whatever, however the fuck you can do it, and and plan out the next year. Yeah. Plan it out like you used to do when, when WWE slash F was good, when it was solid every fucking week. Every pay-per-view was worth buying. Yeah. Hit the reset button, take this time, plan it out the next year. Figure out what you're going to do and plan it for each individual superstar. That would be Here, really Here's good. what you're going to do. You've got all of this time and all of this talent. Take the time now to plan it out for each individual superstar. Yeah, that'd be great. If somebody gets hurt, then you, 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 then you micromanage. Yeah. But until that happens... I mean, all these guys are – give them time off. They, there's no off-season in wrestling. 
But with this going on, this is the perfect time to, for once, give him a break. And and Matt Hardy paid. Matt, yeah, exactly. Matt Hardy pretty much confirmed what we've always said on the show is Vince basically they sign talent just to keep them away from other people. So you have this plethora of talent that you can take the time while this is all happening and everybody's laying low to figure out, like you said, what the hell to do with everybody in the future. Because everybody, you have that all that talent. Okay, hey, we're not using... This storyline with Bobby Lashley and Rusev sucks. You know what? Let's send Rusev down to uh, NXT and let him shine. Let him become a champion. And we'll use Bobby Lashley on the main roster. Well, main roster because he's big. He's a Vince guy. There you go. There's something for them. Bring, you know, you signed Bobby Lashley and there was all these rumors of this uh, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley big MMA wrestling fight thing and never happened. Why? Because, I don't know, because Vince is so horny for Roman Reigns. So horny for Roman Reigns. And it's like, dude. Jesus Christ. And do something about Roman's fucking moveset in the meantime. Like, the guy, obviously, he's a good talent. Obviously, he's he's great because he's signed by them. And I've definitely seen good Roman matches. but Or I've seen ones that don't suck. I'll say that. But, like, in the meantime, like, figure out something for him to do other than a Superman punch and a spear. Like, come on, man. The Superman punch. Pouring dog food on him. And the dog food thing. Like, come on. Like, do something. If you want him to be your top guy, first of all, make him better on the mic. Because his mic skills and his little tough guy look, it just doesn't do it for me. Like, that look he always has on his face. Like, you talking to me? Like, it's just not, it doesn't do it for me, man. But I guess it's the kids. Maybe that's what it is that... That's why I know we've talked like if you listen to the show when it was the OG Hills and Quads on the Hills and Quads podcast network or whatever, you know, we have a lot of new listeners now. But uh, it's just we've talked about this many times, like repackage Roman Reigns for Christ's mm-hmm. sake, dude, repackage that guy like he can be Roman Reigns. Take the fucking vest off. Take the tactical suit off. The dude's obviously jacked. So put him in some change trunks. changes fucking Theme music, oh my like god! We said a couple my of weeks wife ago. says that. Change the fucking theme song. It's stupid. It's not the fucking shield no. anymore. But I mean, that's the same thing. Repackage guys that you don't have anything for. Yeah. Not necessarily that you don't have anything for Roman Reigns, even though it kind of looks like it right now. But yeah. <laughs> well, not now because he's about to win the title at WrestleMania. But like guys like that, like take your time and really like redo their image, like. You've got you've got the OC, and it's basically you know Gals and Anderson are just piggybacking AJ. Such and that's a good not, tag team too. They're better than that. Yeah, blown them for years. Yeah, um, Ricochet, great talent, buried him, doing nothing, Bur- doing yeah. nothing. Yes, um, put him in NXT. Seth Rollins. If you, if you guys think this works with uh, AOP and Buddy Murphy, fine, whatever, that's fine. Just. Just really retool everybody. Retool the show. Stop trying to stop trying to cater to fucking kids. Yes, you gotta get you gotta it, work on a different demographic. It, it's great. It's great that kids get into wrestling. I love it. I I, I want to see. Yeah, because we were those kids. Yeah, but we were those kids when wrestling was fucking raunchy. Yeah, exactly. When it was good, you had Goldust kissing dudes. You had Val Venus. Val Venus Honey, there having a hooks? shirt with jizz all over the back. <laughs> yeah, of getting it. his pee pee cut off. You know, yeah, like, this choppy is... choppy pee pee. You had Stone you had... Cold defying the boss and beating the hell out of him, pouring beer all over people all the time, flipping everybody off. Yeah, dude, it was the good. Rock... The Rock talking about Poontang Pie, for Christ's sake. Like, we didn't know what Poontang was, even at 14, 15 years old. See, that's a thing I was kind of talking about earlier, was they have they have the, the athletic guys. They have The Rock, the Stone Cold, probably more Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, athleticism guys. But it's time to let those people shine and come into their own and become become who they can become, become the next generation of John Cena's and Stone Cold and all that. Obviously, they're not going to be those characters, but let them figure something out on their own and be like, dude, this, this is what I want to do. I think it'll really get over. And, but then they take it to Vince, and he's like, no, no, no. Like Matt Hardy, listening to him talk about it on Talk is Jericho today. 
By the way, if nobody's listening to the episode yet, you probably should. It's like I like it like I did the Moxley one because he yeah. explained. I'm a actually lot of gonna shit. re-listen to it. Yeah, and it's just like because you're bringing Vince these things that like obviously that would get over. Obviously, that's a big deal. People were really into the Woken thing. It just fell off with Vince, and he didn't like it. And it's like stuff like that. I know it's just we're pointlessly bickering because nobody in the fucking world can change Vince McMahon's mind and he thinks something went wrong with that guy like something's wrong with his head because there was a time where the company was amazing for years and years and years decades and then it the 2010s hit and it just shit the bed dude and I don't know and I don't know what turned off in his head and then remember December 2018 the authority comes out and says, we're going to listen to you guys and do what you want. When have they done that? When has that, when did that start? Because it still hasn't fucking, they haven't done it. And I love the company, man. I'm still subscribed to the network. I do plan on canceling it probably after WrestleMania, but at the same time, they just put out that ruthless aggression series and it was great. Yeah. Some of their content on there is great. And I want to watch my 2002 and 2003 and, and my 90s stuff, and I want to watch that. You know, maybe here's another option. Like you said, do the, do the thing where you take a break and uh, you're doing conference calls and repackaging and all that stuff, which you said. Meanwhile, on TV, show old Raws that were good or yeah, something. But that's a great idea. Like, show that 98 and 99 and, and the good, the Hulk Hogan superstars and stuff like that. And, and you can censor it if you have to. If you still have to keep that PG rating for the advertisers. Yeah. You, it's, I mean, it's so easy to blur out Stone Cold flipping off somebody. The only, they do it on the commercials all the time. Yeah, yeah. The only problem with that is it just kind of, it just, I just thought of it, was that then puts an end to the longest running live episodic TV show. And that's probably, honestly, now that you've said it, that's why shits on everything I've said. Yeah, I mean, you but can I mean, no, a... no, you're right. You're you're fucking right. That's the worst part. Is that's that's all. That's the that's reason. That's the claim to fame. Yeah, for Raw, the longest running weekly episodic live television show, or you do a live show where every week you recap. You're live in the studio. It's technically live. You do, I don't know, do a match or two at the performance center. And then you spend the rest of the time showing old matches. You got Byron Saxton or Corey Graves or somebody in the studio showing these old. This was Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels on Raw in 2005. Enjoy this. Okay, and up next, we do have some live action with Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton or whatever. Then yeah. you still keep it live. Meanwhile, you're fixing your shitty fucking product. But and... on top of that, but on top of that, real quick. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. We're on fire. So, so they always say the longest running weekly episodic television show in history. Well, when you go back to 1993 when Raw started, it wasn't fucking live every week. That's true. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, there's also that. There is loopholes. So <laughs> there is there is that. Yeah, that makes sense. Or do like when they had that big storm or whatever, and they couldn't get to the building when they were doing like the via satellite interviews. Yeah. Do something like that if you don't want to have matches. Yeah. If you really want to do, you know, our idea, and you're more than welcome to do it. I, I don't want anything for it. Please do Take it. Take my idea. The only thing we need I out of it is a better do. product. Yeah, that's the only thing we want. We don't care. We don't need no credit. I know somebody's listening. You guys are listening. WWE, you're always yeah. listening to us. You just don't like Fucking our ideas. Stooges. Vince is always vetoing our ideas, too. So don't feel bad, wrestlers. <laughs> All that talent. Don't feel bad, because Vince vetoes our ideas as well. Uh... What about eight? I was just random thought, but AJ Styles and the Undertaker. I wonder why that came about. Is that just like we need to find something for the Undertaker and AJ? We need to find something for the Undertaker. AJ is the best overall worker. He won't hurt him. Company. Yeah, he won't hurt him. Yeah, he's safe. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Honestly, because I mean, there's they tried to kind of build a story, and I guess the the whatever the super showdown what the fuck ever it's called you know the blood yeah, show yeah when undertaker just comes in and you know pens him or whatever and then walks off into the sunset yeah and then they've kind of you know what they did the contract signing and all that but then it's all coming out like well and we might you know postpone it overall not, not just from tampa so i don't know i i think at this point 
like the the rumors of them doing an MSG and pushing everything back kind of at this point don't make sense because you've already done like contract signings. Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So that match has been set in stone already for two months. That's why they have to do it. Maybe they give us a, you know, that's another thing about the MSG. So that would be good if it was possible. And if it really happened was that gives you a reason to watch in the summer. Cause usually the summer pay-per-views aren't really in the 2010s. The summer pay-per-views aren't very good. You go back right. to the 2000s and the nineties. They're just fine. But you know, that's I just got an idea. The Fed, what's that? So after every WrestleMania, they do the house show loop, you know, where they go to MSG and the Staples Center mm-hmm. and you know, whatever, and they always call it WrestleMania Revenge. So do WrestleMania when you when you're gonna do it, April fourth and fifth from the Performance Center. Then on that June or July date, I can't remember which one it was, but I know it's the seventh. From MSG, if we're all allowed to go out in public and be in big fucking groups and gatherings. By then, the yeah. Juggalos, call it WrestleMania Revenge. Yeah, that's a good idea, man. That's a good idea. I like that. That's it. That's it. It's booked. I booked it. Book the MSG show right now. COVID's gone. Okay, I've already booked in that. COVID's gone by then. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> I can't say that, right? That's that's okay? Yeah, okay. yeah that's okay. I don't want to screw anything up. We're out of... We got a new job here. We got new bosses. We got to make yeah, sure. Yeah, we got to make for money. <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so WrestleMania card real quick, I guess. What is that like? It's two weeks away. So Brock Lesnar and Drew, Drew McIntyre for the WWE title, Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair for the women's NXT women. Oh, wait, it's just the NXT title, but it's the women's version. Right. Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Raw women's title. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. That's going to be a great match. John Cena versus The Fiend, which makes it just happen. Like, Fiend walks out. Hey, John Cena, WrestleMania. Okay. Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker and AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Honestly, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is the one I'm probably the most interested in because that one's had the most TV time. Yeah. And, and Kevin they're both Owens. Good. good. Yeah. And yeah. Kevin Owens, I, the more and more I think about it he's probably the best if not one of the top if he's not the best he's in the top three best on that on the main roster kevin owens is i I would say i would say it's aj1 kevin owens two it has to be it has and then three would probably be ricochet yeah and even though he's sitting at vince's bottom he's just not big enough dude he's got to get over the steroid guys and shit the roman reigns and goldberg thing man like that's the dream match that you never, ever, ever, ever knew you wanted. Ever. Ever. Wanted to wanted. see once again. or again. <laughs> once or again. But it's just because it's two big, roided out big guys. A Samoan and a dude who's definitely probably juiced before in his life. So uh, <laughs> He was in the NFL in the 90s. So, so maybe he did juice, right? Is that what you're saying? I mean, or no? I'm, I think so, yeah. Somebody made a good point to me, a guy who knows his fitness. He said, if you're, if you're jacked and shredded, chances are you juiced or you are juicing because it's almost impossible to be massive and shredded. Yeah. L- like uh, re- like uh, clean. Like The Rock. There's no reason for him not to juice. He's not. He doesn't have any. He's not going to not get a movie job because he's not. And if he wants to come back to WWE, it's not like they're not going to look the other way. Exactly. And look at the people who are like Stone Cold. I've always thought he was natural because he never was. Stone Cold's natural because I think he just naturally was. You he's know, just he was a, a big, player. bigger guy. Yeah, he's a bigger dude. He's well built. Yep. Drew McIntyre. He looks like. He looks kind of natural, but also it's like he might have during that one time period, he might have ju- like Jinder Mahal. He did the juice. There's no oh, way yeah. around there, that, yeah. dude. You don't get back me like that without <laughs> juicing. No, and, and, that and I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah. So and Brock Lesnar, honestly, I think Brock is legit because he's a farm boy, dude. Oh That's yeah, why he's li- legit. he's lifting fucking tractors and yeah, man, all Brock kinds of shit legit. and just throwing them. Yeah. Like bales of hay? Oh, I don't need any <laughs> kind of machine to move this. I am a fucking machine. With he's his beach nut? Like, yeah. Oh, he's just... He's uh, chewing he's... beach nut, dude. You think he chews Levi Garrett or beach nut? Or Redman? 
What is, I, I, I don't know, man, but I guarantee you, like, they just send it to him. Oh, yeah. He doesn't course. pay for it. And Jimmy John's. They send Jimmy oh, John's out. Definitely, man. He <laughs> plugs the shit out of that. I wonder why he's always had that sponsor. I can't imagine him eating a sandwich. I, I can't imagine, imagine him eating, eating like five. But I can't imagine him eating bread. Yeah, I know. Well, he's kind of got a little bit of a gut. Though, a little bit so. of a paunch. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, the carb, the no carb thing, that's the way to, if you're trying to, anybody that's listening to this and that wants to lose some weight, seriously, give up sugar and carbs and eat fat and protein. You will lose weight. I promise you. Like, I know I, I just described the keto or whatever, but. Right. Just, but just even me going gluten-free, dude, I've lost weight. Okay, I, was, I feel better. I was wondering about that, and it's. I thought maybe it was your haircut, but the p- recent pictures I've seen of you, you legit look like you smaller. Lost. Yes. Yeah. My my sister, I was FaceTiming her last Sunday after we finished the show we did last week, or I guess technically this week, whatever, however you look at the fucking Jesus. calendar. I don't know. But she goes, man, you have, like, your face looks really slim. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, no gluten, whatever. Jesus <laughs> but Christ. seriously, though, I mean, all Look the beer face. I was drinking, all the, you know, I, I love fucking sandwiches. Like, love them. Oh, um, yeah, Jimmy John's any, especially. Any kind of fucking sandwich. Yeah. Uh, firehouse subs. Oof. Uh, but, but my main thing was beer and pasta. Because, I, I mean, I make spaghetti once a fucking week. Beer and pasta is a fucking problem, dude. It's like, yeah, dude. It is, but it's, it it's really a problem is. because it's good, and it also just screws you up. Like, yeah. you are, you get fat. You feel like a bloated piece of shit yeah. all the time. Pasta, I love pasta, dude. That's always been, like. Dude, I would fuck, like, linguine and mussels right now. <laughs> like, I would stick my dick in the bowl. Like, after it's cooled down a little bit, though. Yeah, like, yeah it's I'm, like, not, I'm not burning my... It's like my 102 degrees. Love it's got them. a fever, you know, but you're humping it. It's in a yeah. it's in a bowl. You got it in like a... You got it stacked up in a six pan. You're just kind of holding it. You saran wrap it. You cut a hole and you're just kind of... Like just going 30% of the people that listen to this might know what a six pan is. Uh, probably somewhere like 15%. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with 9%. <laughs> yeah. A six pan... Is once a full hotel pan is a you know what you see in a Schaefer the full thing. Let's give a little education, chefs tips here. I'll give a chef's tip every show. This and this isn't even a tip; it's just education. A full pan goes in a Schaefer. Okay, you want to know what a Schaefer is? If you don't, then you should probably go to a buffet more often. Actually, don't or do that because it's leftovers. Or even hotel. Yeah, or hotel. A six pan is one. Out of six pans that can fit inside of that hotel pan. And a, yeah, ho- and that's at a hotel. So there you go. There's mm-hmm. my tip for everybody. By the way, I'm certified. Tip so. of the week. So am I. Yeah. Sir, well, I'm certified manager. So. Oh. Yeah. Not a big deal, but, you know. But you have I'd the certificate that. hanging up in your office. Of course I do. I can t- and I have it in my you wallet, to. too. Oh, do you really? <laughs> I have the wallet card. I have no idea where mine is, but I know I am, so. I had to because I, ha- I have one somewhere. There's a new law about it. Like you have to make sure you have it by October of this year. So yeah, you know, I was a little late to the party on that one because, like, I I don't, I'm very safe about how I do things. You know, I'm not gonna. Everybody's like, who's me? You chefs, you they can spit in your food. Like nobody's gonna do that, dude. Because Nobody. that's so unprofessional, and that is that is your fault. That is the biggest faux pas in in restaurants. Yeah, almost said wrestling. You're spitting your spitting your food, man. He well, you better watch out. He's the chef. He cooks it for you. I'm not gonna do anything to your food, man. Even if I hate you. Even chain <laughs> restaurants. Trust me, I work in one. Yeah. Nobody behind the scenes is fucking with your food. No. That is that is uh, a old wives' tale. Yeah, it's it's folklore. It's not it's not true. There's a little education for everybody, so you can rest easy on that. If right now you're worried about this whole situation and you don't want to go out to eat anyways, it's probably okay because chances are nobody's gonna spit or pee or anything in your food. That's not gonna happen because if and if they do, that's like major shame on them, and they'll probably never have another restaurant job again because yeah, the person... They will get caught doing it. Yeah. Somebody will see them do it. Yep. Somebody will figure that out, and all restaurant people will talk to each other and be like, don't ever hire that guy again. So... We'll, have a, we'll, we'll have a restaurant draft. Oh, yep, you're, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Drafting. That'd be kind of cool. 
Like I get, oh my God, Levi got drafted to Charleston, North Carolina. Like what? <laughs> Why am I going? But I don't want. I don't want to move. <laughs> You're getting paid a ton of money. Well, All right. how much are we talking? Yeah, let's talk numbers, shall we? Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've talked uh, COVID. We've talked wrestling. We talked uh, quite a bit of wrestling, actually. We did talk a lot. That's why I wanted to do that because I wanted to talk about wrestling today. That was the thing. It was like we haven't had a good... get our minds off something, you know? Yeah, we haven't talked like wrestling in a long time, you know? Because we the last the ass end of our show before was kind of turning into just us bullshitting all the time. And some people liked it. You know, we had fans <laughs> sticking around for it, but um, now we got, we got a new audience to talk to here. So, you know, if you're a new fan, once again, thank you. Thanks. Thanks again. Big thanks again to Mike and Jay for letting us come along on the, we watched a movie podcast network journey. We hope we can bring in some wrestling fans and we hope we can please all your fans who have been wanting that. That was the whole purpose in this, right? Is because they have yeah. a bunch of fans that have wanted. Yeah, they have wrestling. a bunch, a bunch of fans that always request wrestling stuff, and you know they're not as knowledgeable on wrestling. I mean, they know like the older stuff, but today's product is basically what they were looking for, and I, we kind of filled that void. Yeah. Hey, we can do a poll too. Anybody listening to this, if you want to tweet us at Heels and Quads or. Even email us, Heels and Quads at Gmail or Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Seriously, send us a message, send us a tweet, do whatever. If you want us to do a certain review of an old show or a certain topic to talk about, literally, we're open to talk about anything. And hopefully, we can get some fans actually suggesting what to talk about. Uh, We want to build a relationship with this new audience and want to move forward with you guys. And we're happy that we have a, a bigger platform to talk on here the mike and jay we watched the movie have built a pretty incredible audience and just very thankful to be able to come along on the journey with them and be kind of their their wrestling and you're a sport guy with uh with mike yeah me and mike uh this sunday the first episode of wham sports so like mike said uh on twitter and facebook and instagram all that it's we watched the movie Sports, but it rolls off the tongue and it just sounds good as it being Wham Sports. So, um, yeah, that starts Sunday night. We'll have it out. We got a lot of fucking NFL to talk about because I mean that. I mean, it, I'm not going to spoil it here. My opinions on it, but there's a lot of stuff going on as far as signings and trades and this and that. There and the is other, a lot. And, yeah. I mean, that's all there is going on because there's nothing else going on other than that. So. Obviously, look the forward biggest to... trade you guys will be talking about. There's that massive yeah. trade that happened. So, yeah, talk Sunday. That's going to happen yeah. then. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and get all of your Heels and Quads podcast t-shirts. And uh, what else? You had all the other tags, the handles. Yeah, Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast Instagram. I'm Levi D. Zendel on Twitter, Levi Zendel on Instagram. All that and stuff, I'm your Tommy. at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Where else on Facebook? I should probably make a I should probably make a new intro and advertisement in my spare time for this. I have the time, so why not? Okay. I just like well, making new sound clips and stuff. If you want to make something new, well, uh, I'll I'll put this on hold and wait for you to put something new or send me something. Oh no no, you can use what use what we got. Just put. Oh, we can okay. get this one out, but I'm just going to say I'm going to work on, since we're on a new network and a new yeah. thing going on here, I may as well vamp it up a little bit and do some new music for the show. Gives me something to do. Vamp. So vamp. Get this out uh, so people can listen to it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, since we're just kind of chit-chatting here for a second, let's let's pick a WrestleMania to talk about our Monday? next show. Or, or whenever ne- we decide to do it. Yeah, we'll say probably Monday, but our next show, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see, we're in 2020. This is a new network, so we can do a new we can do the same review again. Well, the, all of that all of our shows are coming with us. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Well, we were talking about did we do 21, the Hollywood one? I don't know did if we, we ever did that. Did we do 21? I don't know if all we right, did. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll look and see what we've done. Yeah, and if you listen to this show and you've heard it 
if if you hear us talking about this, obviously right now you're still listening. Seriously, shoot us a message or email or whatever you want to do. Get a hold of us and tell us at WrestleMania we should do. It's we WrestleMania got fucking season. time. Yeah, just, that's all. That's all we got is time right now. So I'll I'll knock however many out anybody wants to listen to. Literally, to yeah. Let's let's text about it. We'll get off here and uh, right. I can start watching it right away. We can. All so. Right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for checking us out on the We Watch the Movie Podcast Network. We are the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to tell your friends. Tell your enemies and stay fucking clean and safe. Wash your fucking hands, wash your balls, wash your asshole. And, and shut, shut your, your ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you. Immediately. Uh, fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs>